Welcome to Journey with Jesus. We are excited to talk to you today about another reason to find joy on your journey with Jesus. There is truly joy in the journey when you journey with Jesus. Tanya, what scripture are we going to talk about today? Today we're coming from Ephesians chapter 5 verse 18. Be filled with the Spirit. And when I was doing my research on this particular verse, it went back to demonstrating that this is part of the present tense in Greek. And in that present tense, it's to indicate the filling of the Spirit is not a once-for-all thing. This is a continual thing. It's much like our relationship with God. It is something you have to work at each and every day. And you have to proclaim it. We've been given the Holy Spirit, but you have to activate it. A lot of people think once they become a believer, they receive the gift of the Holy Spirit and that's it. But Jesus tells us that we can be filled with the Spirit day by day by day when we surrender and, like you said, activate the Holy Spirit within us. Well, how do we do this? How do we activate the Holy Spirit within us? Do you have an example of how, how have you done that, Tanya? Well, and, and it comes back to something that's very personal to me. I try every day not to sin, not to go against what God has taught me and what I know to be true, and to follow the example that's been given in my prayer life, in my study life, my reading of the Bible, listening to what God has to say about those scriptures. And I still find that I miss the point. I do something that I'm not supposed to do. And as hard as I don't want to, I still find myself doing that. And I keep asking God, okay, God, I'm doing the right recipe. Why is my cake not coming out right? Mm -hmm. What's missing? It's the Holy Spirit. It is the Spirit moving in me and acting in me um, it actually brings me to a favorite verse I have, and it comes from Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. That's a benefit of being a Christian, is we get to walk in the Spirit and go through that process. So for me, what is missing is that part of my spirit-filled life when I let the Spirit move in me. And when you let the Spirit move in you, you let Him take control over your thoughts, your actions, you listen to those promptings. When you hear or in your kind of your, that still small voice or that gut feeling as people say you hear something like, go do this or call this person or don't do that or obey this or even just a simple word and you're like, that's what I'm supposed to do. I think those are the things that you're talking about and I agree with you. When we don't listen, when we don't let Him control us or have control over us, if we don't let Him live within us, I think it's, we miss out and our cake does not come out good. It's like that one missing ingredient that's essential, essential to an abundant life. And to me, that's why Jesus tells us this that we need to be filled with the Spirit. Paul writes about it in Ephesians, be filled with the Spirit, because the Spirit will be our best friend if we allow 
him to do that. And a friend that's always there to guide us, to support us, gives us unconditional love, comforts us. And the world can never take away the Holy Spirit once we allow him in us. True. One of the ways that I reflect on this is that the Spirit empowers worship, meaning that we're completely under God's control, not just by reading the Word or singing the hymn or singing praise songs or, or just in prayer. It's another level, and it's meant to be encouraging. It's meant to praise God in a healthy, mutual relationship with the Spirit as well as with God. It's, it takes all of it to get the full then we get the big cake, and mm -hmm. you know I like mm -hmm. cake, so <laughs> that's important for me. Mm -hmm. And I found from my experience, I was living life the way I thought, okay, I have this plan, I want to do this, so I would come up with these ideas. You've known me long enough to know, Tanya, I have another idea. Oh, this yes. is what we can do. And the ideas were just coming from me, my thoughts, what, what I thought in my human mind, which was best. And I wasn't letting the Holy Spirit guide me and show me. Because you know the Holy Spirit always wants the best for us. The Holy Spirit never lets us down. Always is with us. Is never envious or jealous or, or will do anything to harm us. So one day a friend just said, Jill, have you thought about praying this, about this? I said, well, I've prayed about this idea that I have. It was an idea of actually how to bring revival to the youth in our community. And I thought, let's have a big revival. Let's do. I had all these ideas of these even people that we could come, could come to our community and talk to the youth and would encourage them and inspire them. And I'm like, we need to have a revival. But she said, have you prayed about what God wants? Have you let the Holy Spirit come alive and surrender yourself to His plan? And I thought about that. And I was like, you know, I've prayed about it. But I keep thinking of my ideas. And so she led me in a prayer, and I remember that day, I was like, okay, my friend just prayed for me to do this, but it's something I have to do. I have to surrender control. I have to let go. So right there, right then, I, I surrendered all and, and said a prayer and said, Lord, I'm ready. I want you to show me the best way and activate the Holy Spirit within me. And so when I did, of course, the best plan came to fruition. I committed my way to Him, and the Holy Spirit showed me, and, and we created a mentoring program called Mount Vernon Cares. It's still here and alive in Mount Vernon. It's a mentoring program for at-risk students in junior high and high school, and it was the Lord directing me and showing me, this is what we need to do. It's not a one-time event. Like you said, we want to just have that one-time Spirit-filled experience. It was a daily constant, just an encouraging people, encouraging these youth one day at a time, one week at a time. And now we're in our seventh year of doing this. So that's my example. And, and it's similar to the cake. It's like you have that one ingredient and it changed everything. He will change your life. Believe us, if you have the Holy Spirit as the main ingredient, it will change your life. And wherever you are in your relationship with God, with the Spirit, it's all normal. You're on track for where you need to be. But if you want it to maybe speed up, mm -hmm. if you will spend time, 
focusing on God and the Spirit and really channeling yourself not to make your plans happen, but to, like you said, let God's plan happen. It's amazing all the things that fall into place. And wherever you are, God is not surprised. God is not disappointed, and God will wait for you. He's just waiting for you to say, yes, let's do this. And it will take you places that you've never thought were even possible. Because God can do so much more when we surrender our own desire for His. And the love that you feel is just, it's so enduring. It's so amazing that it brings me to the love passage in the Bible. 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I know a lot of us have heard this and I was reading it just today and I've always read it and put myself in this place as how to love or how someone loves me. But today I read it a little bit differently and I was like, you know, with the Holy Spirit within me, this is how I know Jesus loves me. And so as I'm reading this, we've all heard a lot of these verses. Think about this. This is what Jesus is saying to you. This is the love that you can receive from Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit if you let go. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. And as I'm reading this, I'm just thinking, we can't do all those things no matter how hard we try. We fail. We're human. Like you said when we started, we make mistakes. Jesus always will show us this kind of love. And His love never ends. And it's because of His love for us that we can love Him and others. Yes. By this example. Yes. Love this passage. Yes. So we just accept His love, believe that He loves you, and activate that Holy Spirit. So Tanya, we've talked about activating the Holy Spirit. Let's say we've done it. What does new life in the Spirit look like? Jill, remember that Jesus told us that even though He was leaving us, that He would send someone that someone is the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will guide and direct us when we're in tune enough to hear. And that is such, it's a difficult concept to explain, but it's very simply, we try and overcomplicate it. We try and overcomplicate being a Christian. Being a Christian just means that you believe in Jesus Christ, you've been baptized, and move forward in your life with the Holy Spirit guiding you and that relationship growing and that Spirit guiding you and directing you because you are Christ's own child. It is such a refreshing way to approach each and every day. But you have to step out in faith and trust and go. Mm -hmm. You're right. You do have to step out in faith and trust and your relationship does grow as you're filled with the Holy Spirit and your this new life will give you strength. I have found for me I have a new spiritual when I surrendered and said the Holy Spirit have your way in me help me that I was truly strengthened with power through 
His Spirit in my inner being. And I was able to really be renewed in the Spirit. There were things in my life from the past that maybe I kept thinking, okay, I can't do this because of this, and what about that that you did before? I was thinking of my past and my failures, and God was like, no, you're, you're alive with me. Put off your old self, because you're renewed in the Spirit. And this comes from Ephesians chapter 4, verses 22 through 24, which I really like. In fact, I encourage you, read the book of Ephesians. It's one of the best books about being strengthened by the power of the Holy Spirit and just being one in Christ and unity with Christ. But there's a section called The New Life in Christ. And it says, To put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, and it's corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds, and put on that new self, created after the likeness of God and true righteousness and holiness. And it's just such a joy. Like you said, you can't even explain it. It's just this new birth in you. Like a spiritual um, birth day. Yeah, no, spiritual awakening. Exactly. And it will comfort you at times when you need it the most. I know I've been... A couple of down and dreary times, and I know it is the Spirit that picks me up and, and reminds me of God's promises and reminds me of the truths that I know that when we're in the midst of something, that's the first thing I forget. When I'm going through something, that's all I have my focus on, and I forget that we're supposed to focus on God and pray and ask the Spirit to comfort us because the Spirit will. So if you're listening today and you feel like there's something missing in your life, maybe you're a Christian like we talked about at the beginning and you just, you think, but I, I know I know Jesus, I know I, I do read my Bible, I do go to church, I do pray, there's still something missing. Have you surrendered to the Holy Spirit? Have you let Him have His way in you? Do you know the power of the Holy Spirit in you? Are you awakened to new life? Arise, O sleeper, and let Christ shine on you. Put off the old self and put on Christ, and you will be sealed with the power of the Holy Spirit. But it's your choice. Nobody can do it for you. My friend who prayed over me, she prayed over me. But she could not make that decision for me. It's between you and God. And just talk to Him. God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit are one. So when you're praying to God, Jesus and the Holy Spirit, you're praying to all three, three in one. And so make sure that you know this Holy Spirit, Jesus in you, who will be in you, who will help you. Like you said, Jesus told his disciples, I have to go away, but I will leave you with the Holy Spirit who will be in you, who will guide you, comfort you, help you, teach you. So we all can have the power of the Holy Spirit in us. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today and we surrender to you. We surrender to you. We surrender ourselves to the Holy Spirit. We know that there is so much that we try and do on our own and the Spirit will guide us to your truths, your promises, and your plan. Lord, transform us today. Lord, we need you so desperately. We love you so much. It's in Jesus' name we pray. 
Dear Heavenly Father, oh yes, how we do need you. Lord, help us. Help us when we don't know where to turn. Help us to just look to you and seek you, seek after you with our whole hearts and realize that you do have something better for us. You have the Holy Spirit who will come alive within each believer if we will just let go and let you have your way within us. And it's a good thing. It's, it's a good thing to be alive in Christ and to put off our old self so that you can do something new in us. So thank you. Thank you for this teaching. Thank you for this truth. And Lord, we just believe in your promises and we thank you for this opportunity to just grow and strengthen our spiritual being and our inner self. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We're so glad you joined us today. Remember, you can listen to other episodes by doing a simple search, Journey with Jesus, on SoundCloud.com, Google Podcast, or Apple Podcast. And if you'd like to reach out to us, we have an email address, and we encourage you to email us at journeywithjesus2019 at gmail.com. There's joy in the journey when you journey with Jesus.